welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. Hello, and thank you for joining me for Episode 2, Unlearning Conditioned Beliefs. I like to call it zero to Philly, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Today we're talking about conditioning, and most people associate conditioning with Pavlov's dog, the scientist who rang the bell and the dog learned that it was dinner time and started salivating just by hearing the bell. That is conditioning, but you have to be able to take a deeper look into how it affects your own life. So without taking that deeper look and seeing your own patterns, you don't have a shot at changing anything. We, we all will justify bad behavior because we don't really understand the reason behind our behavior, which I always talk about. Sometimes our belief systems are so strong that we can't even manage to see a different way. That is the way. And no one can tell us any different. I'll give you a few examples. Uh, I need to yell in order for you to listen. I need to yell. I'm not a book smart person. And, or it could look like judgment. You should have said hello because I said hello to you, or you should have held the door, or you should have communicated better. We all want to justify our own bad behavior and blame it on someone else. We don't understand that all of these things are conditioning. So I had a conditioned belief before I started this podcast. I couldn't do it. (laughs) I talk in front of people all the time. There's nothing wrong with me when you put me in front of a crowd, but sitting and talking to no one or even with one guest, you know, I thought to myself, I don't think I could do it. It doesn't sound like I would like it or, you know, I made every excuse not to step outside of that comfort zone. And that's because it's a conditioned belief. And when we start to see them, we understand that they're holding us back. And if we want to propel ourselves forward, we have to check back into why they're even there, how they even got started. So I always share stories about myself because even looking back 10 years ago, my transformation is unbelievable to me. You know, I, If you ever told me 10 years ago that I would be where I am now, I would never believe it. And it's because I, I didn't think very highly of myself and I didn't realize that at first, but that was the case, that I really was very stuck and I was stubborn as hell. You know, Until I started to realize that those patterns weren't serving me, then, then I wanted to change them. But you don't just want to change and wake up the next day and, and it's different. You know, you have, to, you have to go through it. And going through it sometimes sucks. But conditioning is, is, is there. And if you understand it, you can do something to move forward. And I always explain, I grew up in South Philly. Um, that's South Philadelphia for anybody who's not in the area. And I could literally hear my sister singing the Fresh Prince song, in South Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> anyway, I know she's doing that somewhere right now. But my father was a police officer. My mom worked in a bookbinding company or factory. And they had five daughters, and I'm the youngest of the five. Uh, it was a very patriarchal household. My father was the king, and we waited on him with everything, my mom especially. And I mean everything. I mean, he barely had to move sometimes. <laughs> and we, my mom, we would go to a party. There was a buffet. She would 
stand in line, get his platter, serve him, and then go back up and get him a drink and bring it to him. And by the time she got done, everyone else was finished eating. So where did the conditioning start? You know, with five girls, conditioning could have gone two ways. Either we would go on to serve our man like we were shown, or we would go the complete opposite direction. No man is getting served. Well, (laughs) four out of five of us decided that the second way was best. And then one sister conformed. And she's very happy. You know, there's nothing wrong with any of this. It's just conditioning. That's it. There's no right or wrong. It's just that you start to have a belief system on how things should be in this world. That's it. So now four of us, it's like the dentist thing, right? Four out of five. Well, is of course not going to have a positive influence in our relationships. And I'm just speaking for myself here because I couldn't look at acts of kindness as love. I thought men believed it was my job to take care of them. And I didn't do well with that. I did not do well with that. And I would do so much for others, but in, you know, my whole life. But a man in my life would just die if he even expected that my job was to cook clean and do laundry without his help at any time. And, you know, even just Sundays, uh, dinners, you know, going going to big family functions and the women doing all the cleaning afterwards and the men watching football. I was furious at that. And I couldn't get past it. So in relationships, it was a conviction for me. I, I, a conviction is a belief that's like reinforced over and over. Uh, there's proof and emotions attached to it. So I'll explain a little bit deeper when it comes to that. But my point in this is that I developed a very nasty attitude if a misogynistic comment was made. Uh, I, could, <laughs> I could be sweet as pie one minute. And then if the subject comes up that I didn't like, a switch went off. It really was a switch. And I call this reaction zero to Philly. Because I could just be going along my way and one thing is said and then watch out. You didn't want to be on the receiving end of that. Trust me. I've scared many people and (laughs) people know me as the nicest person. But when it came to these convictions, that was it for me. And beliefs have the power to change your life. Totally have the power to change your life. So if you were taught to believe either by conditioning or verbal abuse that you're not smart, you'll find every way to back that belief up every time you mess up. The voice in your head will tell you that you're not smart or when you go to look for a job, you'll think you're not smart enough for that job. Sometimes the beliefs are so immovable. And when we look at where they came from, then we have the ability to change something and either we're going to change something or we're going to continue to make ourselves feel bad another conviction that I created was because of my parents smoking I thought it was gross they both smoked I hated it and I related uh, every reference I could to it to create that conviction I had research that proved that it caused lung cancer uh, saying that they didn't care about me how could they possibly care about us when they smoked or they just didn't care if they were going to die. That's a conviction. So in my relationships, I wouldn't even look at a smoker. That would be definitely three strikes you're out, done. So I found 
if I found that if, you know, somebody was smoking behind my back, all hell would break loose. Okay. You have to understand that we will create that, those references to back up that belief and then forget about it. It's not moving. So in self-awareness, you learn your patterns and basically they're survival tactics. And most likely it's holding you back some way in your life. My conditioning taught me that, you know, my, my South Philly Rocky mentality condition taught me that if someone's yelling in your face, you had to yell back at them. That's just the way it is, right? Basically, that was just at our dinner table. <laughs> no, but really, when you learn <laughs> to go within, you create a balance. Nothing anyone does can touch you. So it's just about learning what it means to go within. And a lot of us have no clue what that means. Now, Catholic school, there's another one. For me, Catholic school taught me shame and guilt. And I don't mean to make it sound like that there's nothing that good that came out of me going to Catholic school. That's not the case. But I did learn to feel shame and guilt. Whether it was their intention to teach me that or not, I believed that I wasn't a great person. And it did help, it held me back. So years of running the same plays and patterns, at some point, hopefully you learn to question these beliefs. Why, what made me feel like I wasn't a great person? You go back and you look, and then when you see the results of changing something, hopefully you'll look at another uh, belief and question that as well. I like to explain in real life examples because I really... You know, when you're struggling and someone tells you to go within, it's it's a hard thing to hear because you see the results that they get, but you don't know how to get there. So real life examples help you understand that school, society, and even your parents taught you some bullshit beliefs. And when you're ready to question them, you're going to start to really move forward. It's a great thing. <laughs> go within. I... I I laugh when I hear people say that because I do get it. Um, how? How do you go within? How do you teach someone that is so set in these, in these ways that they can't see the within? It's why I'm here. This is why I am doing this podcast. And you can't speak butterfly language to a caterpillar. I was always inspired by butterfly language, but I really had no idea how to achieve it. Now I want to help people understand that you're not stuck. You can get yourself out of the position that you're in right now just by going within, self-reflection, really going back and saying, wait a minute, where did this belief system start? What made me think that I wasn't book smart? For me, it was school, <laughs> obviously. You know, everybody, it's everything seemed to come easier to other kids, and I learned a different way. So what I told myself, and it was not the truth, was that I wasn't as smart as they were. And so that held me back, and you don't realize it until you're older, that, you know, where you were held back. And that definitely held me back in a lot of ways because I, I thought I was slow or something. And this can work in reverse if you constantly tell your child that, they're so smart and they get straight A's and you, they hear you bragging about them, they're going to start to believe that they need to get those straight A's in order to be worth something. So we have to be really careful 
you know, how we're conditioning our, our children as well. But there's a lot of things that could be holding you back, you know, uh, playing the victim. That's a big one. Not taking personal accountability for your actions. And yeah, it does probably feel good to yell at somebody who's yelling at you, but it doesn't get you anywhere. So there you go again, running that same play over and over again. And, uh, you know, the definition of insanity. You want a different result, but you're never going to get it because you're doing the same thing. Changing a job, trying new things, like these are the reasons that fear holds us back. And fear is a conditioned behavior. Stress is a conditioned behavior. You were not born learning or understanding worry. Worry was taught. You feel like you have to worry about things. That's a taught behavior. You did not come out of the room saying, oh, I hope I have the best parents. I hope they're going to send me to all the greatest schools. No, you are taught to worry. That's not something that is easy to stop doing. You know, people lay in bed at night and they think of all the things they didn't accomplish during the day. It's it's really hard to, to let that stuff go and for you to understand that you were taught to overthink and worry. This all ties back to episode one, wasting your energy. You're literally wasting your energy worrying. There's no reason for you to worry. There's a, there's a favorite saying of mine, uh, sorry looks back, worry looks ahead, faith looks up. So you have, you're getting nowhere by being in the past. Sorry looks back means you're stuck in the past, maybe holding on to guilt or holding on to anger. And worrying is the future, so you're, you're never in the moment. You're worrying about most of the time things that aren't even going to happen, right? So in order to stay in the moment, you have to understand that you were conditioned to always think about what's coming and always fear, you know, the human mind that's designed to keep you safe, right? So that's what your, your mind is going to do, and you have to pull yourself outside of that. And that's why people say go within. This is where it all comes from. It's understanding how you got to be who you are today and then pulling back a little bit so you can try to change something little by little. It's, you can't expect this to happen overnight. It will not happen that way. But paying attention to those little things that, that make the biggest difference, like how you feel about yourself and the way you talk to yourself. Mindset is everything. And most people would say they're not negative. And I really, really want you to start paying attention to that because about, I guess it was about 10 years ago, I had somebody tell me that uh, reading my Facebook posts made them sad because I'm always negative. And I was like, what? I, I'm like the most positive person. And I really believe that. But the proof was there. I went back and I looked and I had all these sarcastic posts and stuff about, you know, complaining about something. It could have been just like car, you know, driving or standing behind someone in line. But I looked at my posts and most of them had a negative attitude. And I really was shocked. And that's one of the things that, that started me to, to say, listen, you can pay more attention to this. You can really pay attention to why you are the way you are instead of trying to make everyone else wrong. And this brings me back to my Mariah. In episode one, I explained that my alter ego 
or inner voice or head voice, whatever you want to call it. I named her Mariah and she holds me back. She she is the reason that I would go zero to Philly on someone. Um, my ego. Ego is funny. It's It wants to be right and justified. And I learned how to calm my Mariah um, by understanding ego. We'll talk about that at a later time. But yeah, it feels good uh, to put someone in their place sometimes. We're strong and determined to be right. But we're so busy trying to be right that we don't realize that we're ineffective. I yelled at my son all the time. I, I can't even tell you that was that was the biggest complaint of my family was my yelling. And I would justify it by saying I needed to yell because he wasn't listening or that's the only way he's going to listen or do something. It, I know I was right, but it didn't matter because nothing changed. So I was completely ineffective. I was yelling at him because it was my condition response and it was getting me nowhere. So until I recognized that that was my condition response and I had to change something, nothing changed, obviously. As soon as I changed myself, our whole relationship changed. And it's great now. Now, what are you not doing that you want to do? What's stopping you from taking a leap or just living the life that you want, being happy? I promise you that you're going to see changes when you become more self-aware. Thank you so much for being here. The next episode, we're going to talk about behavioral styles and uh, why we struggle in communication. I hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC. And my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process. And everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.